This ministry has been made available by Kenneth Higgins Rama Bible Training Center, Nigeria. Four to fifteen, and First Timothy five, seventeen and eighteen. Number seven. Number seven. We're just looking at principles from the epistles about money, giving, and prosperity. Number seven, love must motivate the believer's giving. Love must motivate the believer's giving. Love must motivate the believer's giving. We've talked about this earlier. First Corinthians thirteen three. First Corinthians thirteen three. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love. It profits me nothing so my giving is not going to profit if it's not motivated by love love must motivate the believers giving. modern language translation says and though I give all my belongings to feed the hungry and surrender my body to be burned but I have no love I am NOT in the least benefited can you see why sometimes of giving doesn't get any harvest because it's not born out of love so it's not going to benefit us either temporarily you know in this life or life to come love must motivate that's given now you say can somebody give everything they have and it's not in love yes can somebody even give their bodies to be burned and it's not born out of love yes yes absolutely you see you can give without loving but you can't love without giving for God so loved the world that he gave. Amen. Well, number eight. Number eight. Christians should practice consistent and systematic giving. Christians should practice consistent and systematic giving. We don't... Impulsive giving is not the best. Right? Systematic, consistent and systematic giving. Christians should practice consistent and systematic giving in first corinthians chapter 16 verses 1 and 2 the bible says now concerning the collection for the saints as i have given order to the churches of galatia even so do ye upon the first day of the week let every one of you lay by him in store as god has prospered him that there be no gatherings when i come notice he said according to as god has prospered him another translation says according to his financial ability living bible says the amount depends on how much the lord has helped you earn so we should give based on how much we have based on how much god has prospered us but notice he said the first day of the week so that's systematic isn't it and that's consistent systematic and consistent giving systematic and consistent giving number nine giving is a grace that can be exercised giving is a grace giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenging circumstances giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenging circumstances giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenging circumstances still on the same point 
giving is reflective giving is reflective of a life giving to god giving is reflective of a life giving to god and is rooted giving is reflective of a life given to god and is rooted and is rooted in the person and example of the lord jesus christ giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenging circumstances giving is reflective of a life given to god and is rooted in the person and example of the lord jesus christ i'll just and the scripture second corinthians chapter 8 second corinthians chapter 8 from verse 1 to 9 second corinthians 8 1 to 9 giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenging circumstances giving is reflective of a life given to god and is rooted in the person and example of the lord jesus christ second corinthians 8 from verse 1 to 9 moreover brethren we do you to wit of the grace of god bestowed on the churches of macedonia second corinthians 8 1 to 9 we do you moreover brethren we do you to wit of the grace of god bestowed on the churches of macedonia how that in a great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty yeah deep poverty these guys were in lack not just little lack deep lack and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality so even in the face of deep poverty dire lack they were very liberal they were very generous for to their power i bear record yea and beyond their power they were willing of themselves praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints and this they did not as we hoped but first gave their own selves to the lord and unto us by the will of god in so much that we desire titus that as he had begun so he would also finish in you the same grace also therefore as ye abound in everything now he was talking about the macedonian church giving them as an example of people who even in the face of lack they were very liberal so he's not telling these guys in corinth yeah you guys i know you are bound in everything you are bound in faith you are bound in utterance you are bound in knowledge you are bound in all diligence you are bound in your love to us he's not saying you guys you need to also abound in this grace also you need to abound in the grace of giving i speak not by commandment but by occasion of the forwardness of others and to prove the sincerity of your love verse 9 says for ye know the grace of our lord jesus christ that though he was rich yet for our sakes he became poor that ye through his poverty might be rich so you see jesus gave he's the ultimate giver he gave his all for us amen so giving is reflective of a life that is giving to god amen and god's word encourages us to be generous we should be generous and the truth is everybody has something to give everybody has something to give you can give a smile you can give your time you can give from where you are amen 
it's reflective of a life that is giving to god amen and we can give even in the midst of challenging circumstances so some people say they are waiting until they have to give ah if only i were a billionaire you know in dollars ah don't worry what are we do for rema ah you know when i have the billions what are we do for the cause of christ listen he who is faithful in little is also faithful in much if now that you're a cobonia eh, that you have 200 cobo 500 cobo 1000 naira 5000 naira if now you are not giving you have 500 million you won't give don't deceive yourself amen and the truth is that if you don't start giving now that time may never come the new english bible in verse 2 it says the troubles they have been through have tried them hard yet in all this they have been so exuberantly happy that from the depths of their poverty they have shown themselves lavishly open-handed from the depths of their poverty they have been lavishly open-handed amen so we can give we all can give you see god is the ultimate giver we are his children so we have his nature if you are born again you're a giver it's your nature so just stop pretending and stop letting your flesh dominate you because your recreated spirit is a giving spirit and paul told them he said you guys yes you are bound in faith you are bound in all diligence you come behind in no gift you are bound in the gifts of the spirit said but you see this giving thing you need to abound there also amen someone say i need to abound in the grace of giving amen don't forget it's a grace it's a grace but you see we can respond to that grace number 10 number 10 god wants all of us to do our part god wants all of us to do our part and to carry our weight in giving god wants all of us to do our part and to carry our weight in giving all of us we have a part to play and he wants us to do our part and he wants us to carry our weight in giving second corinthians 8 now you see these are instructions given to the church given to you given to me given to us second corinthians 8 14 and 15 second corinthians 8 14 and 15 it says but by an equality that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want that their abundance also may be a supply for your want that there be that there may be equality as it is written he that had gathered much had nothing over and he that had gathered little had no lack amen so you see god wants all of us to carry our weight now the amount may vary those that have more should give more those that don't have it's not so much about the amount as much as it's about the heart the commitment it's a percentage thing somebody who doesn't have so much somebody who's poor may really be more generous than somebody who is rich so it's not a function of somebody you see in an offering you really don't know who gave the most you never know who gave the most you know sometimes people talk about the award for the greatest giver 
sometimes it's only God that does that knows who the greatest giver is oh so and so gave a billion praise God they did but somebody might have given a thousand and had, and the person gave more than the one that gave the billion yeah it's only God that knows because it's in proportion to what you have but this is it. we are all to carry our weight in giving we're all to be involved there should be an equality all of us playing our part playing our part you know like partnership you know i tell people do you know that if a thousand people give five thousand naira in partnership to rema nigeria every month that's five million just five thousand but a thousand people doing that so sometimes it's not people think about just the big big stuff no you see there's something about learning consistency consistency systematic giving consistency consistency and just being consistent being systematic keeping at it trusting god to increase in our giving amen so that we can see more things happen where god's kingdom is concerned number 11 11 we're still in second corinthians 8 ministers should be ethical ministers should be ethical and above reproach ministers should be ethical and above reproach in their handling of church finances ministers should be ethical and above reproach in their handling of church and i'll say and ministry finances ministers should be ethical and above reproach in their handling of church and ministry finances actually everybody in handling of finances we should be ethical and above reproach in the handling of church and ministry finances second corinthians 8 20 and 21 second corinthians 8 20 and 21 avoiding this that no man should blame us in this abundance which is administered by us providing for honest things not only in the sight of the lord but also in the sight of men. amen so we are to provide for things that are honest not only before god but also before men we want god to be able to say yes this guy is honest we want men to be able to say this guy is honest there are some things that may not be wrong but they are an appearance of evil you don't want to get involved with that new english bible of that same portion verse 20 says we want to guard against any criticism of our handling of this generous gift niv of verse 21 says for we are taking pains to do what is right not only in the eyes of the lord but also in the eyes of men so we need to appear to do what is right before god and before men it's important number 12 number 12 paul clearly teaches the law of sowing and reaping paul clearly teaches the law of sowing and reaping clearly paul clearly teaches the law of sowing and reaping paul clearly teaches the law of sowing and reaping three different times he referred to this principle it's a bible principle paul clearly teaches the law of sowing and reaping second corinthians 9 from verse 6 to 8 but this i say he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully every man according as he proposeth in his heart 
so let him give not grudgingly not sorrowfully of necessity not under compulsion for god loveth a cheerful giver verse 8 says and god is able to make all grace abound towards you that ye having always all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work now verse 8 in the 20th century new testament says god has power to shower all kinds of blessings upon you so that having under all circumstances and on all occasions all that you can need you may be able to shower all kinds of benefits upon others amen so clearly we see the law of sowing and reaping here you sow sparingly reap sparingly you sow bountifully reap bountifully now don't ever give under compulsion don't ever give because you are pressured let it be from your heart let it be willingly let it be cheerfully amen god loves a cheerful giver galatians 6 galatians 6 79 still on this same 12th point galatians 6 79 be not deceived god is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not galatians 6 7 to 9 so we see the law of sowing and reaping paul taught it second corinthians 9 6 to 8 galatians 6 7 to 9 and thirdly philippians 4 philippians 4 14 to 19 philippians 4 14 to 19 see all these scriptures we are mentioning mark them in your bible you know that particular bible that you mark and if you don't have one that you mark get one you can mark mark them feed on them meditate on them go through these scriptures again and again and again and again build them into your spirit god wants us to prosper and as we apply the principles of his word and act on his word we're going to prosper and he wants us to have the right perspective also amen philippians 4 14 to 19 notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction now ye philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when i departed from macedonia no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving but ye only for even in thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity said not because i desire a gift but i desire fruit that may abound to your account but i have all and abound i am full having received of epaphroditus the things which were sent from you an odor of a sweet smell a sacrifice acceptable well pleasing to god he now rounded it off by saying but my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus well 13 number 13 paul sought people's hearts not their money paul sought people's hearts not their money paul sought people's hearts you know to seek past tense of seek sought paul sought people's hearts not their money it wasn't about their money it was about their heart paul sought people's hearts not their money second corinthians 12 14 to 18 second corinthians 12 14 to 18 behold the third time i'm ready to come to you and i will not be burdensome to you for i seek not yours you know yours means what you have i seek not yours but you i'm not after your money i'm after your heart i'm after your person 
For the children ought not to lay up for the parents, but the parents for the children. And I will very gladly spend and be spent for you. Though the more abundantly I love you, the less I be loved. But be it so, I did not burden you. Nevertheless, being crafty, I caught you with guile. Did I make gain of you by any of them whom I sent unto you? I desired Titus, and with him I sent a brother. Did Titus make gain of you? Walked we not in the same spirit? Walked we not in the same steps? So you see, he's saying, I didn't make gain of you. I wasn't about your money. I wasn't about you giving to me. I was about being a blessing to you. I was after your heart. Amen. Number 14. Number 14. Paul was eager to give to the poor. 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 Galatians 2, 9 and 10. Galatians 2, 9 and 10. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, that we should go unto the heathen, and they unto the circumcision. Only they will that we should remember the poor, the same which I was also forward to do. So he was already eager to do it. So Paul was eager to give to the poor. So should we. Amen. Number 15. 15. Paul and John. Paul and John encouraged Christian charity. Paul and John encouraged Christian charity among the brethren. Paul and John encouraged Christian charity among the brethren. Paul and John encouraged Christian charity among the brethren. Galatians 6.10 As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Paul and John encouraged Christian charity among the brethren. 1 John, 1 John, still on the same point, Galatians 6.10 and 1 John 3.17 and 18. 1 John 3, 17 and 18. 1 John 3, 17 and 18. But whoso hath this world's goods, and seeth his brother have need, and shuddered up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Amen. Paul and John encouraged christian charity among the brethren galatians 6 10 first john 3 17 and 18 whoso hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shuddered up his bowels of compassion from him how dwelleth the love of god in him see that's plain amen my little children let us not love in word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth number 16 number 16 paul exemplified Paul exemplified and taught a strong work ethic. 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 He had strong a strong work ethic and he exemplified it 
himself. Ephesians 4.28 Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, walking with his hands, the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Amen. Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. Servants, talking about uh, employees. Be obedient unto them that are your masters. Be obedient to your employers. According to the flesh. With fear and trembling. In singleness of your heart. As unto Christ. Not with eye service as men pleasers. But as the servants of Christ. Doing the will of God from the heart. With good will doing service as to the lord and not to men knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth the same shall he receive of the lord whether he be bond or free amen so you have to do your work as unto the lord with all your heart then colossians 3 22 to 24 colossians 3 22 to 24 identically the same thing servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. First Thessalonians 2 9. First Thessalonians 2 9. For ye remember, brethren, our labor and travail, for laboring night and day. Because we will not be chargeable unto any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God. So, he was walking, walking on the side. Now, Paul was actually a tent maker. He had, yes, he was a full-time preacher. But there were times when he had to get support. Not from the work he was doing. And this was one of those times. Praise God. First Thessalonians 4. First Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12. 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12. He says, is, is there anything wrong with me having a business if I'm a preacher? Nothing wrong. As long as you, it doesn't become a business that takes all your time and you don't have enough time to face uh, what you're called to do. If you have something on the side, it's okay. It's okay. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12. Study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. Notice he said, study to be quiet. Do your own business. Work with your own hands. So Paul did not advocate laziness at all. Uh, in Ibadan, one time I saw one of these buses, you know, uh, transport buses, and then there was a sticker at the back that said, no food for lazy man. When I saw it, I said, that's scriptural. That's more scriptural than the person that put it there probably imagined. Second Thessalonians 3, 8 to 12. Second Thessalonians 3, 8 to 12. Neither did we eat any man's bread for nothing, but walked with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Not because we have not the right or the power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not walk, neither should he eat. No food for lazy man. That's it. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, 
walking not at all but are busy bodies now them that are such we command and exhort by our lord jesus christ that with quietness they walk and eat their own bread some people say well i don't have a job i'm looking for one well in the time being what can you do usually there's something you can do you know if you go somewhere and you say i just want to volunteer you know how can i be be of help there's something there's somewhere you can start amen something you can do imagine you're volunteering and you're ending up doing more work than the people who are paid and you're ending up doing a better work than the people who are paid then the people who are management will talk to themselves and say well this guy seems like he's doing a better job than the one we are paying well can we pay both of them or it might be a better deal <laughs> than the one we are paying because his heart is in it yeah you didn't say the other person should lose their job but they should do their job too amen number 17 17 paul advocated contentment paul advocated contentment and denounced covetousness paul advocated contentment and denounced covetousness paul advocated contentment and denounced covetousness philippians 4 11 to 13 paul advocated contentment and denounced covetousness philippians 4 11 to 13 not that i speak in respect of want for i have learned in whatsoever state i am therewith to be content i know both how to be abased and i know how to abound everywhere and in all things i am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me it's interesting that's the context that that verse came out of that we use a lot but the context really is that look whether there's plenty or there isn't that much plenty i know how to manage and i know when there's plenty i know how to i know how to be in a, a big car but if it's a car that i have to ride it's fine you know i know how to abound how to be abased praise god so he advocated contentment and he denounced covetousness hebrews 13 5 let your conversation your conduct your manner of life be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have for he had said i will never leave thee nor forsake thee then first timothy 3 1 to 3 and verse 8 first timothy 3 1 to 3 and verse 8 this is a true saying if a man desire the office of a bishop or of a minister he desires a good work a bishop or a minister then must be blameless the husband of one wife vigilant sober of good behavior given to hospitality apt to teach not given to wine no striker not greedy or filthy looker but patient not a brawler not covetous not given to uh, uh, filthy looker you know someone who's ready to obtain money by questionable means someone that is in it for the money no we shouldn't be that way verse 8 says likewise must the deacons be grave not double-tongued not given to much wine not greedy or filthy looker so not even the deacon should be materialistic not to talk about the preacher amen titus 1 7 titus 1 7 for a bishop or a minister must be blameless as the steward of god not self-willed not soon angry not given to wine 
no striker not giving to filthy lucre you know covetousness says if only i had more money i'll be happy it's a lie when you have more money you still want more money you still want more money you still want more money you know the truth is this our contentment is in jesus yeah does he want our needs met he does does he want to bring more and increase us he wants to but our heart shouldn't be in things we should use things but we should serve god and our heart should be in god and we should love people 18 number 18 18 paul stressed the individual's responsibility paul stressed the individual's responsibility to provide for his family paul stressed the individual's responsibility to provide for his family paul stressed the individual's responsibility to provide for his family first timothy 5 8 but if any provide not for his own and especially for those of his own house he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel that's strong language isn't it for any provide not for his own especially for those of his own house he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel so paul stressed the individual's ability to provide for his family number 19 number 19 believers are not to love or trust in money believers are not to love or trust in money yeah is this still prosperity we're preaching sure we're still in the prosperity class this is a part of it amen you see we must take the entire counsel of god's word believers are not to love or trust in money first timothy 6 first timothy chapter 6 verse 5 to 10 first timothy 6 5 to 10 17 to 19 first timothy 6 verses 5 to 10 and then verses 17 to 19 perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth supposing that gain is godliness from such withdraw thyself but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out and having food and raiment let us be therewith content but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition for the love of money is root of all evil which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows charge them that are rich in this world verse 17 now that they be not high-minded nor trusting on certain riches but in the living god who giveth us richly all things to enjoy that they do good that they be rich in good works ready to distribute willing to communicate laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life praise god it's obvious that paul had a lot to say about money right about giving and about prosperity a lot in the epistles we're still it's still paul number 20 number 20 number 20 now we're going to 24 so now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed <laughs> amen number 20 believers in the early church believers in the early church 
believers in the early church considered their material possessions believers in the early church considered their material possessions of much less value than their faith believers in the early church considered their material possessions of much less value than their faith believers in the early church considered their material possessions of much less value than their faith hebrews 10 hebrews 10 32 to 34 hebrews 10 32 to 34 but call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated ye endured a great fight of afflictions partly whilst you were made a gazing stock both by reproaches and afflictions and partly whilst ye became companions of them that were so used for ye had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling those guys looted their goods they destroyed their property he said they took joyfully the spoiling of their goods knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance amen so they considered their faith of much more value than their material possessions that's how we ought to be too william's translation of verse 34 says and cheerfully submitted the violent seizure of your property for you knew that you had in yourselves and in heaven one that was lasting amen our faith is of much greater value than our earthly possessions that's how we should see it well 21 now the first 20 points we were on paul well let's go to james now we're in hebrews already so we're in james number 21 21 believers were strongly warned believers were strongly warned warned in strong terms believers were strongly warned against favoritism believers were strongly warned against favoritism and partiality based on wealth believers were strongly warned against favoritism and partiality based on wealth believers were strongly warned against favoritism and partiality based on wealth we shouldn't show favoritism we shouldn't show partiality based on wealth we shouldn't discriminate you know against people based on social status economic status financial status no it's not right james 2 1 to 7 james 2 1 to 7 james chapter 2 from verse 1 to 7 my brethren have not the faith of our lord jesus christ the lord of glory we respect of persons for if there become unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel maybe he's wearing gucci Butini, armani you know man with a gold ring in goodly apparel and they're becoming also a poor man in vile raiment and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing the good clothes and say unto him sit thou here in a good place and say to the poor stand out there or sit here under my footstool are ye not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts hearken my beloved brethren has not god chosen the poor of this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he has promised to them that love him 
but ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called. So we shouldn't, you know, because somebody has money. Let me tell you something. You see, if you're a pastor, you're a leader, and um, rich people come around you, and you start, you start, you know, running after them, they won't respect you. In the world, they run after them. They are used to that. When they now come to church and eat the same thing, they will lose respect for you. Of course, treat them alike. Now, don't discriminate against them because they are rich. It's not a problem that they are rich. No, but treat everybody the same. Treat everybody the same. Honor all men. Amen. When you do that, they actually will respect you. But if you start running after them because of their money, they know. They do that to them in the world. When they come to church and they meet the same thing, they are appalled. Amen. We are appalled. We are appalled. Well, number 22. Exploitation of the poor by the rich is condemned. Exploitation of the poor by the rich is condemned. Exploitation exploitation of the poor by the rich is condemned don't exploit people don't take advantage of people yeah your house help is also somebody you know the person who pounded the yam shouldn't eat a bar yeah the person who pounded the yam shouldn't eat a bar uh, except they prefer a bar exploitation of the poor by the rich is condemned you know, the truth is this you could have been the house help uh, you could have been the one in their shoes if not for the grace of God we should treat people with honor we should treat people with dignity shouldn't exploit people you shouldn't use your money to oppress them see that your gate man too is somebody treat him with honor treat him with dignity you know yeah there's nothing wrong with tipping people, is there? There's nothing wrong with being generous to people. You see, if you are stingy, eh, especially if you're a Christian, they will think God is like you. More so if you're a preacher. They will think God is like you. Praise God. We'll be back after the break. This ministry has been made available by Kenneth Higgins from my Bible Training Center, Nigeria. 